0: All right, so we are going to be talking about soul care. We have been talking about soul care this month, and the first week we talked about. We asked the question, "How was your soul? How was your mind, your will, and your emotions? How you doing?" And then the second week, we uh, doc, Dr. Dada, where's Dr. Dada, did an incredible job just talking about anxiety and depression. And he talked about five pillars that we need to pay attention to. And one of them, do you guys have that? Spiritual support, social support, doing fun things with others. And I love how he said that doesn't mean getting drunk. (laughs) Exercise and healthy diet. How many people know that you need to exercise and eat healthy? How many people are actually exercising eating healthy? All right, there'll be an altar call at the end. And then medications and mental health counseling, if, if you find yourself in that place. And it's always good to find out what's going on in your soul. And in just a minute, we're going to talk about finding rest and the rhythm of rest uh, with our soul in just a minute, I will say this: uh, in in this service, third service, you saw an incredible response uh, of people who experience anxiety or depression, or that's part of their walk right now, and we just need help. The church has to respond to this, and so uh, Naomi through Care Ministry will actually be developing a soul care team. And you can find out more information about this at mygoodnews.church, and you can click on the link of Soul Care. We're just looking for people to walk with people through this. You don't have to be a counselor, but there's just a lot of people who, um, we all need help at times, and so we want to be able to train and develop teams to be able to help us to do that. So uh, you can find out more information at mygoodnews.church. So this week is about creating a rhythm, rhythm. Rhythm. Creating a rhythm of rest for your soul. So we're going to talk about rest and Sabbath. How many of you guys practice a Sabbath in your life? Raise your hand. Y'all look around at this. Very few of us actually practice a Sabbath rest. And so we're going to talk just a little bit about this today Um, I don't want it to be a legalistic thing. That's not what this is about. But the Lord is wanting us to actually learn how to rest and learn how to rest in Him and to be intentional about it. So let's define a couple of things. The definition of rest in the dictionary says to cease work or movement in order to relax, refresh oneself, or recover strength. So let's talk about what rest is and what it isn't. Uh, What it isn't is not you sitting in front of the TV with potato chips on your chest, disengaged. That's not actually rest. That's just being disengaged. Rest is an intentional decision to separate yourself, to disconnect, to find a way to uh, recover spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. It's It's a way to recharge. For many years, I had no clue how to do this, and it's really, really needed. So learning to disconnect in order to connect with God, to enjoy Him, and learning to lean into Him. So rest is really an intentional decision and pursuit. So let's pray. Would you stand to your feet? We're going to pray. And we actually are going to have time at the end to be able to receive from the Holy Spirit this morning, to be able to be refreshed from him. So you know that you can't trust a pastor when it it talks about how long his sermon's gonna be, but I really intend on this being short so we can sit in the presence of the Lord. So let's pray. Father, thank you so much for the opportunity, God, to to experience you, to grow in you, to get to know you. God, I pray that you would teach Good News Church how to have a rhythm of Sabbath and rest with you. We actually... God can receive from you, we can recover in you, we can, uh, we can rest in you, God, so that we can live our lives in connection with you. Pray that you would help us to do that, in Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Now, again, you can go to mygoodnews.church, click on Soul Care, and you can find out resources and different links that we have in relation to that this week. So we are fighting to reestablish something That our Christian culture has lost. If if you looked, I would say maybe 1% of the people in this room, you have a Sabbath, that you have a time set aside to enjoy God and to recover. And so we want to be able to fight for that. So number one, Sabbath is resting in God's sovereignty and his kingship. Okay, so Sabbath is actually resting in the fact that God is in control. How many have ever felt like God has maybe lost control of the world? Maybe God has lost control of your life. Maybe you've lost control, right? And so a lot of times we lose sight that God really is in control. So Sabbath comes from the Hebrew word, which means to cease or to rest. Sabbath means to cease or to rest. Sabbath is a reset. It's a remembrance of who God is and what he's done. So it's a very intentional spiritual acknowledgement of God. So Genesis 2, 1 through 3 says this. And I love this first verse here. It says, The heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array. I have a a love of words and I just love that picture. And by the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all of his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. God rested in his own kingship. And the idea, the connotation here is imagine that you are an artist or that you create music, you're a composer. And you spend all of this time working and finally you get to the place where you're done and you take a day just to put headphones on and just to listen to the work of your hands. This is that kind of connotation that God actually stood back. How many know creation is still creating? He spoke words, things happen, the galaxies are still being birthed, people are still repopulating the earth, right? Creation is still happening, but in this moment, God rested. My wife, when she cooks, if she cooks a big meal, I do not understand this, but she will not sit down to eat until all the dishes have been cleaned. How many know when the food's on the table, it's time to eat? Regardless of the house could be on fire, but we're going to sit down and we're going to eat. Well, for Chrissa, that's not the way she operates. In order for her to actually rest, the work needs to be done. And that's kind of the connotation here. The work has been done, and now God is enjoying. We should be intentional about a a day designated to remember that God is in control. His kingship, that he's the ruler. He really is in control, even when our lives don't feel like it. And take a day or a time to go, God, I honor the fact that you are the God of the universe and you're in control. It is practicing being mindful of his kingship. God, I'm, I'm setting aside a time to honor you. I'm setting aside this time. It doesn't have to be 24 hours, but it's a day that you go, today I'm going to be mindful that you are the God of the world, you're the God of my life, and you're in control. It is a heart decision. It's not a legalistic decision. And so right now, if you were thinking through a particular day, which day would it be? Would it be a Friday? Would it be a Saturday? Would it be a Sunday? Is there a time frame that you can go, man, I'd love to be able to set aside this time to practice a Sabbath and practice Thanksgiving? So number one, Sabbath is a day to honor his kingship. Number two, Sabbath is an intentional decision to settle your soul. To settle your soul. Isaiah 58, 13, and 14. Let's read. If you turn away your foot from the Sabbath, from doing your pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy day of the Lord honorable, and shall honor him, not doing your own ways, not finding your own pleasure, not speaking your own words. Verse 14. Then you shall delight yourself in the Lord. Now, I want to give you a little context for this. Isaiah 58 is is a a really interesting chapter because it's talking about fasting. But a lot of times, what happens is in that culture, they were doing external things that looked right, but their hearts were far from the Lord. Have you ever just kind of gone through the motions of your Christianity? It's almost like you've gone automatic. You're doing it, but you're not mindful. You're not actually doing it for the Lord. You're doing it just because that's what you've always done. And so it's it's this moment where he's going, listen, all the things that you're doing, I want you to delight in me. I want you to spend time with me. I want you to think of me. And that's really what the Sabbath is, is is learning how not just to do the spiritual things because that's what they're supposed to be doing. What we're supposed to do, but it's learning how to delight in the Lord. God is wanting his people to delight in him. So here's the way that I want you to think about Sabbath, even if it's for an hour, for 30 minutes, or maybe you can practice it all day. I want everybody to take a deep breath, breathe out, and I want you to say, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All right, you ready? Breathe in. Breathe out. Thank you, Lord. It's about calming your soul. It's about resting in the Lord. How many know that sometimes you need to disconnect in order to connect? Everybody take your phone and throw it out the window. I'm just kidding. Take your phone and cut it off. Quit looking so much at social media. You're really not that popular. You're not. Quit posting your fake life online. Right? There, there are certain things. There's artificial community that we've created. And in reality, we're, we're not connected as much as we think. And, and enjoying God is actually enjoying the life that he's given. Yeah. Enjoying the people that he's given. Enjoying the hobbies and the pursuits that actually bring life to you. So for, for me, you know, I think Pastor Walt used to talk about this in his home that he grew up in. It, he said it was religious in the fact that on Sabbath we didn't do anything. Just laid down in the bed. Well, you might as well just go on and put me out of my misery. I don't want to just lay down all day. I like to do stuff. So I may paint or I may read, or I may go for a walk, or I may drive somewhere, I may cook, but all of those things are refreshing to me, right? So for some of you guys, you may want to do a hobby, but some of you may want to take a nap. How many know it's pretty spiritual to take a nap, right? There may be people that you love to hang out with people. You love to connect with your friends or your family, But some of you guys, you need alone time. How many alone time people do we have? So for you to honor God, it may may mean that you separate yourself for a little bit to get recharged. And that's okay. Sabbath is learning how to enjoy God and the life that he's given you to enjoy it. It is choosing and practicing An inner rest of the soul. It's actually a a decision to go, you know what? There'll be anxiety tomorrow, but today I'm not gonna be anxious. There will be worried, you know, Jesus said, there's enough worries for tomorrow, tomorrow. Today I'm not going to be worried. God, I honor your kingship and I also calm my soul. And it's a practice. Because it doesn't come natural to us. Can we take a deep breath, breath again? Breathe in. Breathe out. Thank you, Lord. Sabbath. So uh, the last three or four years, I've, I've talked about this off and on, and, and it was kind of tumultuous uh, in that I knew God was bringing change, and, and, and I knew that God was wanting to create some things, but it created this great uneasiness in me. So I've, I've, I've got these ideas. God's talking about purpose. I'm going, uh-oh, I feel a shifting. I'm not sure what to do with it. So on my days off, I'm working on this stuff. I, I'm, I'm reading books. I'm trying to figure out what next steps are. So instead of me actually resting in the Lord, resting in the direction of the Lord, trusting that he's doing something, I'm really anxious How many know that's because I didn't trust the Lord in something new? Okay. Now, the cool part about this is things that God started introducing three years ago, I have smarter people who are actually taking the information and helping us create something for our church now. So God, even in my disobedience or in my anxiety, he's still using it, but he's trying to teach me to calm down and rest. I think I will, Mark. Thank you. So I had this dream, and the dream uh, was Kristen. She was she was leading worship, and the only way I can describe it, she was singing this song, and it had a cool, funky vibe. Funky. Okay. <laughs> I always like to see how they communicate that. So it's a cool, funky vibe, and and it was this. She was singing this song over the people, leading the people in this song. And it was, can you hear or can you feel his heart beating? Can you hear the sound? All right, so that's pretty cool because that's talking about proximity, right? That's nearness. But then it transitioned. Man, it was such a powerful dream. It transitioned to God began to sing it over us. Can you feel my heart beating? Can you hear the sound? And from there, the dream shifted To when that happened, when he sang it, and there was just something that came, that we went outside the doors and began to tell people about Jesus and people were being healed. Because that is the essence of when our hearts are beating in connection with his, he brings healing. He brings restoration. He brings rest. This is what the Sabbath is about, is learning how to be near enough, close enough, and enjoy him enough that it calms us. And how many know? We have to practice being calm. We have to practice mindfulness and and that that idea of being God. I know that you're in control, and I know that you have me, and I'm going to calm my soul. Number three, it is an intentional decision to make Jesus Lord of your Sabbath. To make Jesus Lord of your Sabbath. Mark 2, 27 and 28. it is. Then Jesus said to them, the Sabbath was made to meet the needs of people and not people to meet the requirements of the Sabbath. Verse 28. So the Son of Man is Lord even over the Sabbath. Now what had happened is God had given this, this mandate to keep the Sabbath holy. And just what happens when God sometimes tells us something, man complicates it. We start putting all these things on there. So if we're not careful, we'll take something that is a gift from God and make it so legalistic that it sucks the life out of it. And this is what is happening. So an example would be if there was a man lying on the side of the road who had been beaten on the Sabbath, they would leave him there until the next day because they weren't supposed to work on the Sabbath. That's an example of the Sabbath ruling over man instead of man being the ruler over the Sabbath. Okay? So the, the Sabbath is supposed to bring us life. It's supposed to bring us refre- refreshing. And so on the Sabbath, we want to say, Jesus, you are Lord. Jesus, you are my healer. He used to do a lot of his miracles and healings on the Sabbath yeah. to show that he was the ruler. This is the correct way in order to, to honor the Sabbath. And he would do healings, that he is the the Lord of the Sabbath. How many know that he's your good shepherd? He wants to restore your soul. So it's a day or a time set aside to go, you know what, God, you are my king. You are in charge. I'm going to settle my soul. And I'm asking you to lead me. I'm asking you to guide me. I'm asking you to heal me. I'm asking you to restore me. So on the Sabbath, invite Jesus to be your healer. Invite him to create rest over your family. Invite him in to bring rest to your soul. To disconnect and connect to him. We're going to take a little bit of time right now. And here's here's what the Lord... As a pastor, there's a real pressure at times to want to make sure we're communicating all the information but honoring what the Lord wants to do. And I really felt like the Lord said he wanted to bring refreshing to you. The Bible says that this this inner life, there's supposed to be springs that, that come up from within us that actually refresh us and revive us, and that's something that God does on the inside of us. And so I want us to take a moment, and I want us just to sit in the presence of the Lord. I want you to begin to pray, God, help me to honor you. Would you revive my soul? Would you help me to find rest in you? Would you bring healing to my life? And then we're gonna pray for you guys in just a minute. Now you can get up and you can worship. But I want you to settle your soul right now. I want you to learn to wait on the Lord. So Father, I pray for the men and women in this room. May this be a time of great refreshing. So many have come in with anxieties or or fears or worries or they haven't learned to settle their soul, to trust that you really are in control. God, that you're the healer of their life. You're the healer of their soul. And I pray right now, Spirit, that you would begin to bring refreshing. Pastor Raphael, would you share that word that you shared with me? And I I think this is really important as well. In this time, I want you to think about
1: what he is about to communicate. Well, last service, the Lord showed me a picture when Pastor Jason was talking to us about um, or asking us to breathe. And Pastor Jason just said, breathe in and breathe out. And in my mind, i seen a picture of somebody stepping on a hose, like on an air hose. And I heard the words, airway obstruction. And God is saying, there are some that have something that is not allowing air to flow into their life. And you can feel that that breathing in you can't take anything in you don't have oxygen to breathe there's an airway obstruction in your life and as we were closing in last service um i talked to pastor jason and i said man maybe this is something that god wants to highlight in second service so even in this moment that pastor jason is talking about maybe it's what it what is it in your life that is causing an airway obstruction Something that doesn't allow you to rest. It doesn't allow you to take that deep breath and being able to say thank you, Lord.
0: And I feel like the Lord said it's, it's internal. In this case, it's something on the inside of you. It's not an external situation. It's something on the inside of you that's obstructing your rest. So I pray right now, Holy Spirit, that you would come, that you be the revealer Of the obstruction, you'd be the revealer, God, of of the way it's supposed to be, that you bring life and healing and refreshing right now. Springs, God, from within. Springs within. Would you bring revelation this morning right now? Can we just rest in your presence, God? Would you draw near right now and make yourself known? Just let's take some time and wait on the Lord. Church, that we create a weekly rhythm Sabbath. That we have time to spend with the Lord. That we make intentional time to enjoy the life that He has given us, to enjoy the people in our life, to be intentional about our thoughts toward Him, and to receive healing receive the life that he wants to give us. God really is good, y'all. You know, the older I get, the more like a father that I just want to, doesn't matter if you're 90 or 9, I just want to pull you in. I want to tell you, it's going to be okay. God is good and he's faithful and he's near and he loves you. Settle your soul allow God to do his work in your life just stand with us this morning I'm going to ask our prayer team to come forward if you want to receive prayer just infilling of the Holy Spirit, refreshing of the Holy Spirit we want to be able to pray for